What's up? What's up? Let me check with my co-host GMGM. GM. How are you doing, Wacky, on the other side of the world, London, bro? What's up? What's up? I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. You know, you know what we should do is open just a virtual Twitter club with you as the DJ, man. It's just so good. Every time, beginning of the show, I'm just pumping. <laughs> I mean, like, bro, like, you know, my vibes and your vibes, even though, you know, we have, like, good synergy on Twitter spaces, but in music-wise, bro, it's, like, a little bit different, man. You are all, like, you know, the punk, the rock, the ACDC. I'm, like, you know, the chill, the chill out, the house, the trance. It's, it's a little bit different, man. I used to listen to my house. I used to listen to my house. You know, I had my time when I was listening to house. I'd be down for going back to those days. I'm, I'm down. I'm down. <laughs> it must be the age gap, bro. Like, no, no, no way. No way you're down for it. Like, you know, I, I feel like, you know, you are coming. Like, bro, you literally tell me you were partying on like, you know, Saturday and Sunday. And like on Tuesday or Wednesday, you're feeling under the weather. Bro, come on. That's like two two days already. Right. So how are you doing, bro? Like, have you fully recovered? Because man, like yesterday on Spaces, you were absolutely quiet. Like, I mean, I know, like you were totally like wreck. Um, how are you feeling? Tell me more. You know, yeah, what's I'm going good. on, buddy? I'm good. I'm good. I'm better. You know, sun, sun is starting to shine here in London. It's starting to be warm as well. So, you know, I feel like a new man. I feel like there's a new life coming this year. Wacky. Pew. I'm a bit disappointed, man. Like, I, I thought like the first person you asked is like, you know, the, the brother that's, like, right here, Southeast Asia. But, like, you know, you went, went ahead, like, overseas, like, ah, international. I'm a bit disappointed. <laughs> I, I got to say, man, I'm just, I'm a little bit disappointed, you know, like, I don't like to the heart. Bro, bro, I'm, I'm right here, babe, right here. Babe, 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 come on. Like, I spent literally, like, 11 a.m. I met you up to, like, 8 p.m., bro. Like, how much more <laughs> do you want from me, bro? Like, I literally spent the whole day with you. It's, it's, let's give a little bit time to work bro, bro, bro. Bro, 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 that's a, that's a tough question, man. Like, I, I mean, like, we, we can never have enough of each other. Just like, like, I see you twice or more a week uh, building a space. Bro, it, like, it sounds I, wrong, man. I, I don't know what, but it sounds wrong. All right, guys, send yeah, GM yeah. Wait, on wait, the wait. trade. You know, just type GM. I want the GM, everybody that's right here, right now. You know, if you like the space so far, like, you know, retweet the space. Let's get more people up on stage. But, man... Today, I am excited. Maeve, sorry, buddy. You know, all right, next time, I'm going to shine the spotlight on you first and then Wacky, all right? Wacky, do not take heart. You are all the way from London, bro. Like, it's no choice, you know? Maeve here, he's going to strong arm me, so I'd I, I rather choose Maeve. <laughs> it's okay. Maeve is a sensitive soul. I'm happy to give it to Maeve. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, cool, cool. Like, t today, I'm excited because, man, like, we are covering two main topics. The first topic, is, which is, you know, is the hype of everybody, which is, of course, obviously, NFT Bali. It's been happening for one month. I, I mean, like, today is, like, the third week already. Yesterday, we have Gene, who, you know, he hop off off from stage and say hey guys you know i have trouble booking my tickets to nft bali i'm literally flying right now and i can't check in so i'm not on twitter spaces so you know i know a lot of things is happening on you know nft bali so today there's two big topics you know we have nft bali we have music nft because you know what we are all about good vibes like you man you go bali is you know the beaches 
um, you know, the drinks, the party, and just having a good time. So, what's up, PewCast fam? Hope you guys having a puking good day. And as always, welcome to Hotbox Sessions. I'm Puke, representing the Rock Radio family. Our mission is simple. So, discuss the latest NFT projects, what's trending, latest insight from builders, but you know what? Today, we're going to cover everything about NFC Bali because, man, it's the first NFT event that is over a month. So, I mean, there are tons of things happening. I can't wait for you guys to share with me. And I heard from some of the partners that today is actually a VIP dinner. So, you guys here... You know, ditching the VIP dinner, I mean, like, Hotbox definitely is a vibe. Um, tell me more about it. So, you know what? Let's get it kick-started. You know, let, let's just go down with the roster. We will do the NFT Bali, and then we will talk about music and rotate back, all right? So, man, like, I have to, you know, reach out to Stanley, buddy. Like, how are you doing, bro? Like, you know, in terms of, like, partnership with Eve Collective, just tell me more your experience in NFT Bali. Is it me ragging, wacky? What was happening, bro? Like, I, I think he's just partying hard. He's probably like, you know. Wait, wait. Well, while we wait for Stanley, like, uh, Jin, are you in? Oh, is Jin on stage or he's coming up? Is Jin in Bali right now? Jin's requesting. Like this morning, Yo, right? yesterday you were in Malaysia. Today you were in Bali, bro. Woo-hoo! Like, Jin, how are you doing, bro? Like, <laughs> up on stage. Yo, what's up? A little bit noisy oh. here, but <laughs> yeah, it's no yeah, fucking happening. Like. Uh, the the whole scene is crazy. Every everyone is here. Shan is here. Uh, Rafe from Karafu is here. All the founders, big big guns. I mean, I'm a small stream. I, I'm I'm so nervous now. Like, uh, the scenery is beautiful. Like, this is the first time I've been to Indonesia, but I'm impressed now. Yeah, that's my my first impression now. Jin, Jin, don't have to talk so much, bro. Like, all you have to do is take a good photo, post it on the comment thread so I know what's happening in Bali. That's it. Like, the way you describe it, I can't imagine. So, you know, take a photo, drop it on the comment box, and I know, you know, it's going to be a vibe. Like, the last time I I visit Bali, man, it's crazy. Okay, we have Stanley back later. Jin, we will circle back to you. Tell me all about your experience. But Stanley, hey, buddy, how are you doing? Welcome back. Hey, Jam Jam, what's going on, everyone? It's good to um, hang out here. Um, yeah, thanks a lot for having me here. We are excited. Um, you know, we're, um, we've been at this uh, for three weeks. Um, fortunately, I've been really busy kind of just, um, you know, organizing the NFT, the art week, which is coming up next week. So I'm very excited about that. Uh, but yeah, for that reason, I'm kind of missing out on a lot of the events. And, um, you know, today I had to choose between VIP dinners, my girlfriend's birthday dinners, and you guys. So it was a tough decision, but you know. So, vibing, so what, man, what, was your, what was your decision, bro? <laughs> what did like, you choose? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we were where, all like, where does the, where's that the girlfriend? <laughs> what was the decision, guys? <laughs> It's like, where wait, does the girlfriend fit in all of it's this? It's like, wait, 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 what girlfriend? No, I'm just kidding. Um, we, we had a good lunch <laughs> and then we had a, a late, uh, an early dinner and then, you know, I'd, uh, I couldn't make it potato heads just too much. Um, but, you know, I'm here with you guys right now, just vibing and chilling. So there, that's the, conver- uh, you know, the compromise, man. <laughs> yeah, I, I love it how it's like girlfriend first and then you have the time remainder, then it's like web treat. Bro, you lead a good life. That's it. You you make the right choice. That's why you are smiling right now. So tell me more. You said that you have been in NFT Bali for three weeks. How are you liking it so far? Is it your first time in Bali? Tell me more. 
Man, so I'd, uh, I was there for the opening, you know, I know Ty from Collective ETH, um, who's the founder, of, sorry, the founder of Collective ETH and, and the co-founder of um, uh, Bella was the co-founder. And, you know, they are such an amazing people. They put together this thing. Um, I came to, you know, I came across them about about six months, maybe a little bit longer. And, you know, that's when we talk about this art week and we come together and create this collaboration and um, bringing art to Bali. So very excited about that. Um, I was there for the opening, but unfortunately I left, you know, I missed everything else, mom's birthday and um, my grandma's remembrance day. So that was, um, unfortunately, May is a really hectic month for me, uh, but I need to make space for the last week. So that's, that's why. But, uh, but you know, I've, I've been here in Bali for a long, long time, and it's always vibing. It's always chill. It's always amazing. Um, I'm I'm pretty fomoing. I'm fomoing pretty big right now. But uh, you know, next week I'm gonna make up for it. Yeah, awesome, bro. Like in terms of you know, when we talk about NFT Bali, I seen like you know the 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 times timestamp or the schedule of the whole event man like i mean the whole week is kind of like chill out right you have different types of event wellness and stuff like that so tell me more about like the art you, you said that next week will be the art um you know where are you featuring it and who are the artists is it more towards like southeast asia focus or like the entire world yeah that's a good question man um so Art week next week is gonna it's it's funny. We call it art week, but it it literally blown up for one from one day to ten days. So it started on the twentieth um uh, with Test Collective Day and we'll have um Test Collective um exhibition there, a few um uh live painters as well as speakers. And then the next one we will the next day we'll have NFT Asia in there. Um I think Siobhan's gonna be there, Zanavi is gonna be there, so very excited. Um and then from there, we have a week long of NFT community exhibition and we have 13 communities, you know, like Whale Art, um, Obscura Dao and many other communities. And then we close with World of Women. So very excited about that. You know, um, we also have a nude art private exhibition on a private villa because, you know, Indonesia, you know, with the culture and everything, it's a little bit restrictive. Um, but yeah, I'm, uh, I'm literally putting, you know, all the <laughs> life paintings and the itinerary together, um, you know, just, just the last minute changes, but we're very excited in, in two days, we're going to open up the exhibition, um, which going to happen alongside with what NFT already, NFT Bali already put together, which is, you know, a lot of, um, um, health, um, networking vips parties and so forth so very excited about stanley that. if you don't mind me asking for the audience at least uh do you mind sharing a bit more on like what is eve collective because like i know like you're doing a lot of things bali party art i mean like <laughs> not not much to say maybe 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 before even that like guys did i hear it wrong but he said like nude art <laughs> yeah, i mean wack, wacky maybe correct me like bro bro, 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 bro or what like, collective first then, then we get into him like, okay all right all right, right. if collective all right let, let's keep let's keep it simple all right talk I, about I, I love, bro. i love where your priority sits um, <laughs> um this is what we yeah. have made on the show he's the professional one you know? <laughs> 
Uh, so Youth Collective, um, um, Bella and Ty put together Youth Collective with a mission to put together the brilliant minds in the Web3, um, you know, in, in one place, right? Bali is already <clears throat> such a hub for founders, um, um, you know, uh, developers, basically Web3 community. So he at that time you know everything was pumping everything was um um you know everything it's a lot of rug um uh, project so he put together this uh, small community that he hand curated so everything in ETH uh, collective ETH uh, or the collective solution uh, I suppose collective ETH is their Twitter is um gone through his own um what do you call it like um curation basically right um so so we are this really tight community where we can um be in this space and we can literally ask for anything and we would know that it would be credible i think that's how it started so he then work um he then put together nft bali with a mission to bring people or you know to expand this from the worldwide perspective and bringing people here and um ty always say this you know he's uh he always say you know i'm i'm pretty lazy guy and you know i don't want to travel all around the world plus bali is so awesome so why not build this amazing event and get people to come here anyway <laughs> i that's probably the best impersonation of ty that i could do but yeah that's a little bit about eth um they're doing an amazing things working through a lot of collaboration a lot of um you know putting together communities which is the backbone of the web tree so um yeah but it's just awesome to see things come together i mean um i remember NFTs a year and a half ago, right? There was none of this, none of this cohesion and the project getting together and the initiative going together. It's so good to see initiatives like this coming together. So it's, uh, you know, props to you guys. Uh, Maeve, well, actually, no, Maeve already asked this question. He was a professional. Phew, do you want to ask the question about the nude art and how it relates to NFTs? <laughs> Bro, 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 let's 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 circle back. You know, we 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 will do the round, okay, and then cool. we will circle back. If I remember the question, but man, like that is something. I mean, like you know, it's it's interesting, right? Here in Asia, that kind of art is always not really accept accepting, right? So I mean, it's interesting to talk about it. But let's circle. Let let's go over to you know superlative SSS gallery because like man. You guys, you know, also pushing art together. And then, you know, you have this drop whereby it's like 45 artists activation. Um, you know, man, I need to know more about it. So tell me more. Uh, hello, hello. Can you hear me, guys? Yep, yep, yep. yep, yep. Loud and clear, bro. Yeah, okay. Uh, my name is Andy. Uh, I'm like handling the superlative Twitter and Instagram. Uh, hello, Stanley. Finally meet you again. Uh, so yeah, uh, I think uh, the the whole things about uh, Superlative Gallery in NFT Bali is already told by uh, Sally. So basically, uh, Superlative Gallery was built from, uh, as you know, Superlative Circuit Society NFT. Uh, and we know that in Bali, there is so much, uh, you can say it, conventional artists that uh, they haven't know about, I think even digital things, they seem so... Uh, skeptical about it. Uh, all they know is uh, uh, being rugged, uh, being claimed by others. Uh, and we are like, have a mission to give them acknowledgement, especially about NFT. 
so uh, the best we could do is get uh, giving them a proper information about NFT, about digital arts that uh, any conventional arts like painting, drawing, etc., are not always a legitimate thing uh, if they included it to digital. Yeah, so basically, uh, yeah, I can uh, all the uh, about your question. Yeah, like I mean, I mean, in terms of you guys, what what you guys are doing, like I saw the whole thread that you posted together with, uh, I think it was NFT Asia, right? And then you guys have this whole thing whereby it's forty five artists. So just tell me a little bit on the process of you know how long is it for you guys to like you know create or curate um such a stack artist roster like how long have you been working to you know kind of like push out 45 artists in one single event i think the the shout out is uh, give to the annotation team so uh the first thing uh, the first time uh, we meet uh we contact with anastasia uh, zenafi uh give me a telegram that thanks so excited to 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 do an exhibition uh in our gallery, especially when uh, NFT Bali are of course. So uh, we had a little chat on Telegram, and we told her to contact Stanley for further uh, collaboration with NFT Bali. And yeah, uh, all the curations, all the all the trades, all the artists are gathered, uh, mostly like uh, by NFT Asia Twitter, and we are just giving them uh, space to exhibit uh, their arts. Yep. Awesome, man. Like, wacky, wacky. Right? You've been to, like, tons of events in, like, you know, NFT Paris, NFT LA, NYC. And when you talk about, like, art, you know, be, having a gallery, you know, tell me more about, like, the events when you when you now compare to NFT Bali, bro. So, you know, one of the things that was, um, I remember my, Miami, our battle Miami, was really, really impressive in the way that they had displayed the art and they made, some of it was dedicated to NFTs, right? You had some tents that were dedicated to NFTs, but some of the other pieces of art were just embedded within the city, right? They just had put some NFT pieces among all around the areas, all around different um, neighborhoods in the city. And I thought it was a really cool way of doing it. I'm not sure like how it's being done at NFT Valley at the moment, but the, there's one thing I will tell you that I find that is a big jump between the old traditional art and the, the new ways, especially now with NFTs, is that I feel the NFT artists are, well, by definition, they're a lot more inno- innovative than the, the previous type of artists that were there, but they're also, they're also having to think extra hard about how to make their art attractive for the viewers and to make it interesting for people to see, if you see what I mean. Because before people were just posting their things, they like they go to a gallery. It was very traditional. Now NFT artists they put their art everywhere. You know, it's it's just very very different, and I think it's really pushing art in a much greater and much more interesting direction than it was. Wacky puke. I got a question, man. Like, do you think that NFT artists are more hardworking compared to traditional artists, or? Hundred <laughs> percent. That was quick, right? <laughs> 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 no, it's it's like you know babe, 
what are you but, even okay. asking, bro? Like, <laughs> if you compare a hardworking person from Web 2 to Web 3, Web 3 is going to win all the way, bro. Like, come on, think about your question and then ask him one more time. No, okay? Like, Wacky, you got it. Okay, let me let me qualify my statement there. You know why I say this? I, I guess I, I need to qualify. They're more hardworking because in order for them to convince the people that their art is actually A, art, B, worth something, and C, actually convince them to spend some sort of crypto on it, it's it's like insane amount of work that they have to do in order to sell a piece of art. So from that perspective, yeah, it's like crazy amounts of work. Wacky. No, no, no. I, I love it, bro. Like when you buy a Web2 art, you don't you don't expect the price to go up, right, bro? Like, but when you buy a Web3, like the moment you buy, the next second, the floor price has to go up. That is the 10X, expectation 10X, of Web3. 10x the next day. 10x. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. 10x, 10x. I got here from a superlative like SS Gallery. Like, what are your thoughts, man? Like, Wacky had high praises. What are your thoughts, my man? Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, can, can you repeat it again? What are your thoughts? Because, like, Wacky had high praises, like, Web3 artists, you know, like, obviously 10x, 10x, literally 10x more hardworking. What are your thoughts on this, man? <laughs> uh, I think I can, uh, I, I can't generalize the answer because uh, as, a, as a physical gallery, uh, we actually need uh, to compare ourselves uh, to others' conventional gallery that already have... Uh, like a physical artist. In terms of hard work, and I, I don't think I can answer this properly because... Uh, yeah, babe, yeah, babe. It's, don't, it's, don't, it's, don't put <laughs> our buddy here in a tight spot, bro. He represents <laughs> Web 2 and Web 3. How do you want him to answer the question, bro? Like, whoa, come on, whoa, whoa. This, this is a trick question, this is bro. Question, come guys. on, this, this is, is a trick question. place for everyone to participate. I'm just, I'm just saying, ah. whoa, whoa. No hot spots, empty bar is going on. Party, drinks, I heard Potato Beach Club. Fuck yeah, you know, and a lot of other things, but you know. <laughs> Definitely. All right, all right. Let's let let's circle back to this because man, like we have like, you know, okay, we, we talk about art, right? We have obviously one-on-one art Tezos, who is gonna be expert in this. But before that, let's pivot a little bit NFT Bali, but it's on the media side of things, right? So we have Koi Tribe, who you know is in charge in terms of like the marketing, the awesome video that hey, Cryptovious, you are here, you are listening to it. The gas event that you you said that it was so dope that you didn't even go to, they were there doing the whole after party video, and it was dope. Like they show it to me, man, I'm so so Neto. How are you doing, Bardi? You know, you basically right now you are at the VIP dinner. I know about it. And uh, tell me more about, you know, the media side of NFT Ballet. GM, 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 ladies and DJs and everyone in between. Uh, shout out to Pube, Wacky and me. You guys are amazing hosts. I love the energy you guys bring. Uh, yeah. Uh, look, from the media point of view, you know, NFT Bali, uh, we have to make sure we catch as much as we can. And let me tell you this, my friends, um, so much is happening right now. I'm in Potato Heads, yep, Beach Club. It's a huge bloody place. Uh, music going everywhere, you know. It's, you know, one camera can catch everything, man. But, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, over here, we're just here to try and uh, do our best uh, as Koi Tribe, you know. We're here to sort of like build this media ecosystem, try to, you know, raise the media quality of uh, Web3 uh, ecosystems and communities. And uh, what we found is that, wow, you know, everyone is just so uh, passionate about the event. You know, the videos won't come out as good 
uh, if we don't see, you know, it's like a dance, right? You know, so like uh, the people that we record, the people that we shoot, you know, they, they're, they're here and they come with a purpose. Uh, everyone is constantly networking. Everyone is constantly making uh, deals. New opportunities are coming up left and right. Uh, you know, so it's electric, man. Uh, I just got to say, it's, yeah. <laughs> the, the moment Maeve talk about Potato Beach Head, like you already chilling the hell of it. Bro, like literally at the background, I'm listening to the groove. I'm, I'm grooving to it. So, so t- tell me more, like, you know, in, in terms of you, you guys have been there since day one, right? Like, you know, is yeah. it so much of content that, you know, in three weeks, you are still actively shooting it? Uh, what all the contents are going to be about? Is it like more towards art, more towards party, networking? Tell me more. Oh, man, 100%. Um, look, a month event is, is pretty unheard of. Uh, even in the traditional media world, uh, it's huge. I mean, yeah, you get, you get conferences every once in a while, but that's like three days a week, maybe. Uh, one whole month. Uh, wow, you know, every, every week. Uh, so we were here for week one and week three, week two. Unfortunately, we had to fly back to Malaysia, uh, deal with some stuff on our end. But, uh, you know, we, got a, we, we managed to capture as much as we can. Uh, week one was all about just opening up to everyone, uh, getting everyone introduced. Uh, there were a lot of uh, angel investors and founders that came together uh, just to start, you know, shaking hands and saying hello. Uh, then we have, you know, on the, the second week, which was the hackathon. And this is where all the, you know, the dev team, they came together. There was a little competition going around. Uh, it was a, I heard it was really good. Uh, and now we're at week three. And, uh, man, <laughs> Potato Heads and everything and uh, the art week that's coming up is all going to be about art. Uh, and, of course, uh, there's also the uh, Project Ajira team, which we uh, have to give a shout out to, uh, who has also been, you know, wonderful uh, people who have been coming into the scene and, and livening it up. These boys are crazy. Uh, some of you may or may not be aware of that. Uh, let's see. On the fourth week and everything else, I mean, it's just parties. It's... Uh, networking events. It's also a lot of great workshops from some of uh, some of very interesting uh, individuals. So uh, we had recently had a talk with uh, Rich Richard Robinson, who is an entrepreneur in residence in Animoca Brands, and he is an amazing individual. I mean, I just spoke five minutes uh, with him. He told me a story about how he lived in China for 25 years, and uh, the language barrier uh, leads to some hilarious things. Like uh, he was trying to ask his friends uh, where we get a place to. Uh, buy Halloween things, uh, but because his Chinese was so, uh, you know, so westernized, uh, he ended up, uh, they, they misunderstood and thought he was asking for heroin. <laughs> <laughs> but amazing speaker, uh, a lot of value to give, you know, uh, great, inspiring figures. And, and you'll meet a lot of these type of individuals, you know, uh, great founders. We also know of Ekta, who is in here, and a lot of other individuals. I, I believe uh, the founder of Carpuru is here as well. Uh, but yeah. So it's it's pretty amazing, man. Like um, just amazing value, and we we just came here just to hold up our cameras and record, and uh, wow, we got way more than that. <laughs> oh man, like bro, like for those who haven't been there, you guys play a super important role to like you know bring the FOBO in. So I gotta ask, like you know, it's the last week here. I'm right here in Malaysia, and man, like if we go right now. Do we miss out anything or, you know, there's still party for us? Oh, man. If you were to come right now, I, 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 would, I would ask you to come tonight. 
there's gonna be a lot of there's gonna be a crazy party uh, down at uh, you've already we've already missed some things like uh, guys please check out our videos in NFT Bali uh, with under Collective ETH. Uh, we'd be proud to show you as much as we can. It's not just about bringing the FOMO, but it's about as best as we can trying to show you the energy. Uh, come by next year, who knows, right? Uh, or just come down to Bali in general. I don't think you'll be disappointed, you know, uh, all the way from Changu to Suminyak, all the way to Badugo. Uh, it's a beautiful, beautiful place. And uh, as for week four, uh, coming up, yeah, definitely closing night will be a pretty crazy night. I'm pretty sure, uh, you know, Thai is a... Ty is an interesting man, you know. He he delivers. He tells. He he you know he he hosts us very amazingly, uh, but he also drops in a lot of like secret events and and you know even the founders that, that come in and sponsor and support the event. They they all have these little hidden events, little things that they want to do. And they you know if you just said hi at the right time, they just be like, yo, dude, we're gonna we're gonna do a little thing. Uh, you guys want to come down with us? And then you know next thing you know, uh, you didn't sleep the whole night. It's 7 a.m. and you gotta you gotta wake up for a 10 a.m. Uh, meeting. You know what I mean, <laughs> I, bro? Like I'm I'm feeling you. I'm feeling you. And you, the the way it sounds, you're gonna stay there for another 30 days. Like you know, the event is one month, oh, but it feels man. like you're gonna like stay there longer. Maeve, over no, to you, buddy. No man, like uh, it, it's amazing to see how these projects are really taking into consideration the experience, man. Like uh, I don't want to show. You know, like, obviously, Azuki and all, but, like, uh, Azuki, a lot of the community managers for Vegas, they've been preparing a lot, right? Uh, like, um, yeah. like Nader was saying, right, uh, all these little things, it really does matter from, like, community to project. All these things really add up to an amazing experience. And it's just really, really amazing to hear that, obviously, Andy Bali, well, from your background music, party, 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 but, you know, love it. <laughs> <laughs> glad, glad to give you guys some, you know, be, uh, you know, background music going on. <laughs> uh, you, you mean you're going to tease me by not sure the whole thing, right? All right, right. I got oh, this. Man. <laughs> oh, man. I'll, I'll edit all of my, as best as I can. I'll keep you guys in mind to make sure I uh, make you guys promo more. But we'll we'll come down to Bali together, maybe. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Nino, so I guess, like, the question is, like, you know, when Malaysia party... Whoa, when mm-hmm. wait, when Malaysia yeah, party? Brother, yeah, wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, is is this like is this like some emerging alpha? I feel you, I feel you, I'm itching. I'm it kinda itchy, yeah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, let, let's move over to you know the one-on-one Tezos art and then we can talk all about music NFTs. All right, so hey. One on one on Tezos. How are you doing? You know, tell me more in terms of the activation that you have. You are, you know, currently planning in NFT Bali. Hey guys, how goes it? Uh, wishing I was in Bali right now. Um, the uh, sounds like it's been pretty good so far. Yeah, just want to break to you. Tezos has um, the community has decided to invade Bali. Um, you know, like we're known as Tezos Pirates anyway for uh, Object, which is one of the main marketplaces, and we've assessed the situation and we've gone, hmm, okay, um, we can buy dinner for one Tez, we can pay for everything in Tez, and, and they want us to come there, so... Uh, and and apparently, like, um, you know, we're going to get massages and galleries and great food and building a resort for us and, and all of this stuff. 
So um, I, I think we've just decided to take over Bali. We like it. Um, beyond that, like we're looking at a pretty good opening event. We're excited about that. Uh, we've got uh, three uh, live painters happening, looking at their works and going, mm, liking it, looking good. Community's engaged as it always does. Uh, and so uh, looking forward to you guys seeing it. Uh, Cerise's telling me she's just touched down in Bali and flights were crap to get there, but she's happy to be there. So uh, you all had better make it welcome. Uh, and, um, yeah, you know, um, it sounds good. We're liking it. Um, what have you guys got going on? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Bro, like it, it sounds absolutely amazing. Like you talk about everything except the art. So I know you're having a good time. Like, you know, you talk about the massages, you talk about the good vibes and stuff like that. I mean, we know great. we've got like, the art. You know, like it's one of those things in Tez, like you never ever wonder if Tez has got the art. Like I remember like there was there was something about uh, you know, with with one of the people we've partnered with, Super Chief, um, great, great galleries and effort they're doing uh, globally and um, someone, like, had a bit of a mix-up on, um, you know, and, and NFT, you know, being first um, into the Louvre. And as part of the whole thing, one of, one of our artists, and you'll actually see the work during NFT Bali on that opening day, um, one of our artists said, oh, actually, you know what, guys? Um, I actually exhibited at the Louvre, like, uh, this NFT, like, two years ago, you know. And so it was um, it was one of those things, like, the artists just lurk around and they're doing their thing, being artists, having a good time, doing huge works, just quietly, like, getting on with it. Um, and, um, and... And you know, but massages and and one Tez meals and uh, you know just generally hello we can do the yoga class in the morning and and the uh, party in the evening. Now you've got our attention. Ah, uh, yeah, I I got you. Like, come on, like massages and one Tez meal. Come on, like that is the key killer. Like, or so I I see that you you talk about the live painting, which is great, right? You know, you guys have the Tezos mm. Collective exhibition, and then apparently it's gonna be also together with SSS Gallery. So you guys know each other, right? Who who are you guys? We haven't come across you before. Are you making the intro? I was like, was it like a that was a really good thing, man? Like, was it like a introduction? Like, no, no, no. Wow. Okay. So you're doing something in Bali too? No, no, not me. Like SSS Gallery. I'm totally kidding. Yeah. How how you guys going? Like Stanley and Ruin, you here? Dude. Jam, jam. How are you? Hey, hey. (laughs) Yep. So you guys know each other before the spaces, right? We we may have we may have done some work together. We may be talking all about their gallery, which looks very attractive to us, and we're very much looking forward to sitting up on that opening day. Yeah, and and I'm pretty sure Stanley owes me at least a coffee. Um, I thought it was the other way around. Oh, what? 
Ah, I, I forgot. I owe you one coffee. You owe me two coffees. I think that's how it worked. Wow. Well, okay. okay. And then, uh, <laughs> both of you two coffees each. Then we just quite even. But I'll be there. You know. Just, just <laughs> we'll, we'll wait for you here. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I've got a bit of a cold right now. Um. Yeah. Look. I mean, frankly, I want my coffee in Bali anyway. Right. You know, you, you you gotta try the bulletproof coffee in Bali. Have you tried it? Oh, really? Yeah. No, like I've tried bulletproof, but not. I've tried the the freaking civet coffee in Bali. Like I, you know, like. All right, just tomorrow when you wake up, you know, obviously tonight you're gonna get hangover, right? So the right. next morning when you wake up, you know, go to any cafe that looks good. Say, I want a bulletproof coffee, and there you got the alpha from me. Okay. Okay. I'll, I'll I'll go put the coconut oil in. Yeah. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. That's it. Butter, coconut <laughs> oil. You get that creamy feel in your coffee. You you feel it. But man, like I mean, it, it's good that you know we have tons of speaker here talking about art. Uh, you know, showcasing and stuff like that. So the whole huge you know art week exhibition with Stanley with you guys Tezos Collective, it's all gonna happen like next week, or when it's gonna yeah. happen. Yeah, so I like two days, yeah. Yeah, so um, so the art week is actually ten days, actually. So we started the opening with Tess Collective. Um, so Tess is gonna take over SSS Gallery for the on the twentieth, and that's also the opening. Um, you know, we have few speakers, networkings, and uh, live painters. And the second day we'll have uh, NFT Asia. Um, again, we'll have networking as well as, you know, um, um, panel speakers. And then from there, we have a one-week community um, exhibition. And that's with the 13, uh, 13 communities that, um, you know, I mentioned earlier. Like, we have The Hug, we have World of Women's, we have Obscura Dao, and, and so forth. And then, um, you know... Um, after that one week exhibition, we have World of Women. That's that's kind of the itinerary on how it's going to look like within that 10 days. So yeah, the 20th to the 29th. So you still you still haven't missing out, um, you know, everything. If you want to fly, fly into Bali, <laughs> you got time. Yep, yep. I definitely got time. You guys know how to keep like the best stuff at the last end of the event. Like, man, like, I mean, it, it's crazy to think of it's going to be like one month. But hey, it's already been three weeks and you guys have it absolutely blast there. So I know it's going to do great. All right, let's move on to the last two speakers. You know, let's talk about more about, you know, music NFTs. And I'm going to throw this over to the poser party. Like, first off, you know, I love the music, especially from Steroid Run. Uh, you know, it's called Daddy. So tell me more, you know, ever since Minted, how how are you guys doing, man? Yo, Pew, can you hear me? I can hear you. Perfect, perfect. Good to hear that you like Ron. I really like the track you opened the space with. It was a really good track. Um, yeah, we minted about a month ago. Uh, went, went really well. Yeah, there it is. I'll shut up. <laughs> I got to got, got shield it a little bit, bro. Like, cause I love it. That's it. All right. All right. Nice. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we actually released our fourth track uh, last Friday. It's the new uh, um, Trap House George single. It's called The Night Shift. And it's currently coming up on uh, 5,000 streams on Spotify after its first weekend. So it's doing really well. And we're getting into like this really strict release schedule now where we probably release like a song every three or four weeks. 
So yeah, for the people who don't know the poser party, we're in, we're an entertainment and especially like dance music uh, brand, and we've released our uh, our profile picture collection. Uh, I think three to four weeks ago, we minted out, and we have a really strong community now. We have three virtual artists, so think about them like you think about the gorillas, like the the old band who were like these cartoon characters. They are also like virtual artists. We are developing these artists together with our community of, uh, of profile picture holders. So the music is one side, but we're also doing live shows, digital shows, and really building these artists together with the community and have the community really involved in how they get developed and developing their storylines and developing their business and creative um, yeah, strategic routes together with the community. So yeah, we're really happy, really happy to be here as well, Puke. Thank you so much for the invite. And uh, yeah. No problem, bro. Like one one thing, you know, I love, absolutely love music NFT in a way that, man, like, you know, there are tons of good projects out there. So you guys have three characters, as I know, you know, you have like, you know, Steroid Ron, you have like, you know, Trap House George, and you have the other one. So tell me more in terms of like, you know, how are you guys actually building this kind of like music? Is it like you you assign like one uh you know physical artist to one character and because of that you know they have like the same tone or the same music style or how are you you know back end on the back end producing this kind of beats and sounds? Good question. So we are three co-founders and we all have a background in music. So we have one guy who was leading of a rock band. We have a guy who was the uh, vocalist for a popular hip-hop group. And then myself, I'm also a music producer. And then we're working together with a team of songwriters and also other musicians. And one guy uh, who does also all the mixing and mastering for our music is called Subgroover. And he's worked with like all these crazy big dance artists in the world. So we're actually a team of... I say like six to eight people working on all the music. Um, and then we, because we're a solid team, we get to kind of decide on, okay, we want to do more of a, a UK tech house style for Ron. And we do a bit more pop, pop house style for Jimmy. And then we get, we have all the creative uh, abilities within our team. So we also, uh, next to like running the project and, uh, and, and operating the project, we're also the, the music producers. Awesome, bro. So I have to ask, like, which character are you behind? Like, you are behind which character, bro? Yeah, so we, we work on all three of them, but uh, I have made, I think, the most music for uh, for George and also for Ron. I uh, I produced, I think, Daddy for uh, for ninety percent. So uh, hoping to get some uh, some love from you for that. Definitely, like you know, I, I, I mean, the the three different artists that you featured, yeah, man, like they have you know three different distinct kind of like music profile, right? So in the back of my head, it's like impossible. It's like just one artist that is doing all three different sounds. You probably have like a team behind who is doing it. So you know, you you release latest. Uh, I think it was George uh, music, right? One more. So the next is it gonna be Jimmy and then uh, Steroid Ron or how how is it gonna be like? And um, in in terms of of, you know since we are talking about nft bali any chances that you know these kind of like beats and sounds coming to asia bro good question so uh, as i mentioned before like the community gets to co-decide everything with us so we're doing votes on like which tracks we should release first what kind of artists we should do show features with so the community voted to release the george track first and then 
the Jimmy track second. So we're working on distributing the Jimmy track now, and then we get the second Ron track in, uh, I think, a little over a month, like a month and a half. So the community gets to decide with us. Um, yeah, I didn't actually know that NFT Bali was happening, but we're talking to so many people who are like in the entertainment space or in the music space and also in Web3 just to... Uh, also, uh, we can play the tracks in, in spaces, but we're also working on like these physical uh, suits. So we're currently working on like this giant extra, extra, extra large Jimmy DJ mask. Uh, we'll probably like release some of that on Twitter in the, in the coming week. It's probably finished in a, in a week. And then we get to play DJ sets, like actual physical DJ sets with these artists. But there's like a massive Jimmy, <laughs> Jimmy head, like playing the actual DJ set and playing the music. <laughs> it's gonna be, it's gonna be insane. Yeah, Maeve, Maeve, you know it's gonna be like, uh, you remember like this uh, dinosaur that you know people wear and then they run on races and the dinosaur looks absolutely wanky, bro. I, I think you know you guys gotta get like the inflated, you know, Jimmy. Wear on it, you know, Dude. DJ on the stage, Yo. man, it's gonna be funny as well. That's why, like, for me, for me, like, I, I know you're busy, three characters, so much IP to do, but like, when Asia activation, man, like, just, I just, I just gotta put out there. We got Bali, we got Southeast Asia, we got Asia Pacific. So when Asia activation, I just wanna put it out there, man. If we get to connect, we'll definitely be there. Uh, we're talking to like a lot of uh, festival organizers, also a lot of like people uh, organize NFT conferences. It's also like the perfect place for us to do shows because like every NFT event needs a party, right? Especially in Bali, of course, but everywhere like NFT Paris, NFT NYC, talking to Web3 Berlin. There's also events in Lisbon. But we'd love to to hop on a flight to Asia and uh, and play a crazy uh, uh, Jimmy set there. And <laughs> actually, as you said, like the crazy dinosaurs, it's like the the mask is built by an actual uh, costume designer who has worked with Lady Gaga and all these crazy artists, and also with all these crazy brands. So the mask actually is coming together. It's looking like really insane, and it's like one of the nfts that's in the collection the mask looks like that so he has like this replaceable hat so we can do different hat traits can do different earrings but it's like five times or six times the size of a normal human head so it's this crazy massive jimmy is gonna play these dj sets it's gonna be so much fun we can't wait to, uh, to pull it out and rock it on stage <laughs> love it like you know you have two more drops coming um you are having that you know that whole huge inflatable costume so like the next event for you guys on your schedule right now it's where to to like play either it's you know virtually or even in a in real life event do you guys already have like a scheduled plan on it we have we are talking with some festivals and some parties and some web3 conferences but we haven't uh, really scheduled anything yet so we haven't have anything on paper but we're talking with a lot of with a lot of people and probably like the first deals will come in very soon we're hoping to get a piece of the festival summer this year uh, we are based in Amsterdam, or most of the core team is based in Amsterdam. So there are a lot of parties in uh, in Europe during the summer. So you'll definitely see us popping up here and there, uh, but nothing confirmed yet. And yeah, the next two tracks will drop in uh, in the coming weeks. Just saying, though. Ah, uh, Maeve, Maeve, now you get your answer, bro. Like because they are in Amsterdam, like 
asking about Asia, bro. They're gonna oh, dominate whoa, whoa, whoa. Amsterdam and then come to Asia, right? I, I gotta, bro. I gotta minus you whenever I can. So I'm just saying, I'm just saying, you know, like Rock Radio Asia, Tukas, you know, like, we're right here. You know, just bring out them and like, you know, it's pretty obvious. You know, just, just, just bring out them, man. You know, mm, uh, uh, you know, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go to Cantoria. You know. Guys, you know, Cantoria, you know, basically that whole bio got me hooked. Like, man, like they're talking about on-chain audio. You, you got to show me more about it. So, Cantoria, how are you doing? Uh, have you have, have you been feeling the FOMO of being an NFC Bali? Um, I'm, I'm doing good. Uh, have I been feeling the FOMO? Um, I, would it be bad if I said no because I have a lot going on over here? <laughs> I do think Bali is beautiful, um, but you know it's it's difficult for me to say FOMO when I'm having when I'm being interviewed by Bloomberg this week and Yahoo Finance and LA Weekly and all that stuff. So I'm I'm just doing my thing over here right now. But Bali is definitely something I want to do for sure. It's uh it's one of those things where it's like um it's one of those areas where it just looks absolutely impeccable. So you know maybe one day. So, so tell me more, like, you know, you, you're talking about doing interviews with Bloomberg, you know, with Yahoo mm-hmm. Finance. So what is it all about that you're going to you're gonna share? Like, you know, tell me more about Cantoria, bro. Sure. So um, I guess a little bit about the team before going into the actual project. So I myself, um, I've been in the music industry for 13 years. I have toured with Kendrick Lamar, Steve Aoki, Wiz Khalifa, Big Boy, J. Cole, all different types of people. I've had my music supported by every major DJ in the world from uh, Tiesto, DJ Snake, Afrojack, Chainsmokers, Rehab, all of them at every major festival from Ultra, Coachella, Bonnaroo, Lollapalooza. Um, I myself was a former world touring musician in general. Um, and I ended up inventing uh, MIDI instruments. And then I ended up um, going with my team in the music industry and deciding to come up with a platform over the past five years, um, which is Cantoria. So it's essentially we've created the first on-chain audio voting uh, technology where people are able to tell the artists what exactly they want to hear. So what sounds they want to use, what lyrics they want to write, what genre they want to make, what the artwork's going to be. Um, We have a team of about 30-plus people. And ultimately, the tech that we've developed is super easy to use. Even if you have no experience in making music, you're able to select the actual sounds for the artist to use. All of the holders, their names are going to be on the masters of the records, not just royalties. So we're ultimately going to be pushing the records via Spotify and Apple Music. We have a lot of really deep connections there. I myself have gotten millions of plays on my own records. And uh, our CMO, um, who's the former head of marketing for all of Sony, um, he has gotten about 300 million plays on records. So we're very excited to bring that kind of exposure and agency to our holders and ultimately have them work with their favorite artists. The goal really is to have them vote on whatever artists they want to work with. If they want to work with Tiesto or they want to work with Rehab or they want to work with T Grizzly or Lil Yachty or anyone, uh, we can utilize all of our connections to have them work directly with that artist, sign them as a feature have all the holders be the main artists themselves and they can direct these famous artists like Tiesto, what sounds to use, what music to make. And then ultimately their names being on the records when we push them and they go gold and platinum in various countries, the holders will have that IRL 
uh, reward of actually having RIA certified records. And ultimately after that, we've been talking to Golden Voice, who are the executive team for Coachella. They're interested in some of the tech that we're developing. And uh, yeah, right now we're talking to the Ethereum Foundation and Uniswap Grants Program about how we can implement this tech as well. Cool, man. Like, I mean, in, in the way that you, you, you worded it, it sounds like there are tons of things like, you know, happening on back end, right? You, you get people to choose the sound, choose the avatar, and then you kind of like direct the artist to it. So how are you doing all this kind of like structure? Is it through an app that, or a software that you guys created or how the whole uh, system going to work? Sure. So it's going to be on browser. We don't want anyone to have to download anything. Um, ultimately, everything was being developed with Snapshot and Next.js. Um, we have a really, really unbelievable talent uh, behind us pushing a lot of the tech. So our CTO, uh, Mark Barton, he's the lead developer for Billy Gifford, which is a half a trillion dollar fund in the UK. And he has a lot of access to unbelievable resources for all of our development teams. Um, we also have Hysteria Labs. They're the people behind CyberKongs, uh, Psychedelics Anonymous, Rude Troop, Llamaverse, all that kind of stuff, uh, doing some of the backend stuff as well. Um, and then in general, like a lot of the concepts being helped with came from some of our advisors, like our, our head advisor, Zeneca. Um, we've just been working really, really hard. But in regards to actual the, the platform development, um, we wanted to make sure that it was on browser, it would work with both mobile and desktop, as well as making sure that the voting mechanics were pretty seamless. Um, being able to have audio on chain was definitely not an easy thing because it's it definitely is not the most efficient way of having it go in regards to voting mechanics. So what we ended up doing is hosting it on a separate server that can utilize decentralized tech and then ultimately having the votes be on the blockchain so that way it doesn't keep anything uh, too slow. Um, in regards to all the audio processing and stuff like that, we have about 15 producers, uh, I myself included, on the team. So we've been developing some things with machine learning, as well as um, specific DAO technologies, even though we're not a DAO, we're utilizing some of the voting mechanics there. Yeah, I, I mean, in terms of, you know, the, the stuff that you guys are doing is interesting, especially wanting it to be like on chain, right? So what's the whole concept of why does, you know, the audios and stuff like that has to be on chain? Like what's the diff main difference between having it off chain and on chain? So the whole purpose of it being on chain is that you have an immutable product. You have the holders who are going to be able to hold these artists to whatever they want to do. So if you have an artist like Tiesto, for example, and we say, okay, we want uh, to sign Tiesto to this record, we utilize treasury funds, and we have him as a feature for the holders. The holders then are going to have contractual obligations over Tiesto. What that means is that if the if the holders said, we want you to use this bass sound, or we want you to use this melody, or we want you to use this synth, then that will be labeled on the ledger system forever. So if Tiesto or his team tries to say, well, we're not going to use this sound, we're going to legally say, well, you have to. You have to use the sound because it's here on the blockchain forever. This vote is permanent. There's no way you can get out of that. 
if in, in the music industry, there are quite a bit of people. I'm not saying this about Tiesto, but I'm just saying in general about the music industry. There is a lot of individuals who like to go back on their word. There's a lot of people who like to go back on their decisions. And this is kind of holding the entire ecosystem to itself. We're trying to make sure that people are transparent. We're trying to make sure people are held accountable. We're trying to make sure that the actual decisions created by the holders are respected and um, everything is going forward in a transparent way. Yeah, I mean, in, in terms of on-chain, you definitely have that whole, you know, uh, system or mechanics that say, hey, you know, this is something that the community voted because of it. It's black and white and you have to do it. So tell me more in terms of, you know, even before like Cantorail, what was the main, you know, uh, objective or main vision that you have? Like say, hey, you know what? I'm going to design this little product because, you know, it's time for Web3 to kind of like detect and, you know, guide the artist to create sounds that the audience actually wants want and like to listen to um so being in the music industry for so long i had a lot of experience with anrs anrs are the individuals who go to labels and discover new talent what i've noticed is that a lot of anrs don't necessarily know what the audience wants um recently they've been going to tiktok over the past five or so years where they go and they say hey you know this is the song that's popping we're gonna go and sign this record they don't have to do their job. The A&R is literally just looking at the existing charts on a social media app in order to go and sign those artists. So why not take away that middleman and bring it directly to the listeners? That kind of concept was the initial creating was, was the initial creation of our platform. Um, once I brought it up to a couple of different individuals, we started bringing them into the team. Uh, and then overall, we've been growing the team to around 30 plus people at this point. And, um, every single person understands that it's not only this is the future for automation, for lessening the amount of uh, middlemen between the listener and the artist, but also creating an entirely new revenue system, as well as experience for listeners is really a key thing that we want to do. And then really the last thing that that wanted us to create this platform was we understood back in 2018, 2019, that machine learning and artificial intelligence was going to be a disrupting factor for music and entertainment in general. So we felt there's nothing you can really do to stop um, AI in general. That's kind of like Pandora's box. Once it's open, it's open. But the one thing you cannot replace is human to human interaction. We felt that there is nothing really more personable than having the artists and their fans work one-on-one have that kind of unique experience so developing that proprietary tech was really difficult because not a lot of people know how to make music but they do love music we made it very very simple for people to be able to make music with their favorite artists even without any experience whatsoever so that was probably the most difficult piece um, but that was kind of our goal yep um you know great great talk i mean you, you shared a vision in terms of how you know music or in terms of web3 enables you know easier learning or even to like dictate or guide the artist to create products that actually you know the the listeners wants to hear and stuff like that so i'm going to throw it over to poses party because like man we are talking about music we're talking about you know how the um you know community likes the music and stuff like that so in your end you know you guys are talking about you know creating music for your community for people who you know, minted the past and stuff like that. How do you dictate, you know, the music is something that they actually like? 
Yeah, it's, it's really cool to hear Contoria's story. I think we share a really similar vision. Uh, I think you've chosen the tech route to involve uh, the community and holders and people into the music. We've chosen more like an entertaining route where there's a lot of hilarious comment, content um, and there's these funny characters. We can develop them. Uh, and we've built these artists ourselves instead of like collaborating with actual artists, which we will do with our artists, but it's just different in the sense that, that, that you guys did. So that's really interesting, really keen to hear, uh, hear and talk more about them because I, I feel we really share a similar vision. Um, on how to involve the holders, yeah, for us, it starts more with like voting uh, and having just having people like uh, also like uh, as Contoria say, cutting out the middlemen. I also have a background in the music industry. I've worked with Spinning Records, which is the world's largest record label. Um, and yeah, I had a similar experience where I saw like, okay, the amount of value that the record label is adding doesn't make up for the amount of revenue that they're taking from artists. So I don't know, the role for the middleman is just getting smaller and smaller as technology is advancing more and more and more. And um, yeah, we're looking for ways to involve the community as much as we can in gamified experiences, um, with like them battling between each other. So the Jimmys and the Georges get this mission. And if they win, they might win a percentage of the royalties of a song. Um, but for now, we are producing the tracks ourselves. Of course, we are listening to the community. And I think in a second phase, so uh, we're, we're very uh, close to our mint. We're one month away from, uh, from minting, or we've already minted a, a month ago, but we will involve our community more and more in the creative process. But for now, we are dictating most of the music but we can move into different genres if we want to in pop or in hip-hop or whatever it's just um, yeah what what the community wants we have a direct link with them and and we'll develop these artists together with them i i think that like it's really powerful uh well it's really important and really powerful that projects and uh obviously project founders when they listen to their community for feedback obviously like iteration or is really important because like we we never know one thing that will absolutely work, right? It's always on like, you know, trial, iteration, and then we move on from there. Uh, I have a question in terms of like uh, talent searching, man, because like, I, I do not know much. I'm a, uh, well, I, I really do not know much. Well, do, do you think that like uh, when you search for talents in the future or like currently, is it going to be like uh, medium specific in the sense that uh, I think Cantorell was saying like, you know, uh, a lot of like A&R people, they're like, okay, what's trending on TikTok? That's how they like look for the next talent. Do you think like uh, moving forward, uh, talent searching will be so specific, or you know how, how do you usually go about searching for new talents, man, or how you think that's gonna be like uh, in the near future, or well, yeah, in the near future at least. It's a, that's a really good question for us. It's we've tried to design a really like poser party specific style with the music and the artists and the niche. And of course we have our hand on the, <clears throat> on the market and we listen to what's hot and happening. But if you look at uh, like music trends and especially on TikTok, sh shit is moving so fast. You kind of, and all the artists that are currently like successful or really popular, they all have their own signature style, right? And I think that's the only way, of course, you need to be aware of what's currently hot and happening in the market, but you also need to be, stay true to who you are and 
what your signature style is, right? And then you have to adapt maybe a bit, but you have to also stay true to yourself. And we are really like focusing on developing our own brand, developing our own sound, developing our own IP. And of course we have our eyes open. If you come across like this amazing talent or this new genre explodes, of course, we'll, we'll, we'll look into it and see how we can involve it into our own style. Uh, but we're not like chasing the next uh, uh, wave of, of, of genres or like constantly trying to do different things or, uh, or attract new talent. Um, but yeah, I think that's more in general, like how we, how we go about it. Yeah. And, and just to add on a little bit on Maeve, right? Like, so, you know, you, you guys basically, you know, over the last one month, you guys have like, you know, 13K in terms of like monthly listeners, right? I mean, for a, a brand that has like, you know, three songs, this is obviously a good statistics to, to see, right? And in terms of, you know, launching new new sounds and stuff like that, is it just going to be, you know, purely stream on Spotify or you are kind of like wanting to engage in terms of like, hey, you know, partner up with sound XYZ, you already know like the tunes people like it and then use those tunes to sell it as a music NFT. Is this something in your pipeline? 100%. So we're currently just, of course, like music in Web3 is relatively small, right? So we figured, okay, we want to be present in both spaces, both Web2 and Web3. So we've, we're pushing all our music to Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon, you name it, we're on there. But we're also, of course, developing like, okay, how do we want to enter the music Web3 space? But what's more important to me is, okay, how can we actually add value, right? Just dropping um, a song as a music NFT without any utility, just as a collectible, doesn't really make sense for me, right? It's just depreciating value and nobody cares after a month, right? So I want to figure out a way where we can add a cool utility to it or there are limited drops or we work together with these uh, heavily uh, uh, Web3 artists who are like really deep in Web3 um, and and then move from there. But we're we're looking and, and, and planning and also, of course, talking to a lot of people who are like really active in the Music Web3 space to uh, to introduce the Poser Party brand also in Music Web3. But we want to do it in the right way and in the right that, a way that has value for the brand, has value for the holders. Um, and it's it's still really early, I think, especially like if you only look at music web three, it's uh, there's a, there's some uh, some challenges to uh, to figure out still. Yep, yep, hundred percent. All right, thanks a lot. Let's circle back to you know music, uh, like sorry NFT Bali. I know Neto man, like he is already ready to go on like the after party. So bro, I'm gonna ask you back here with first, you know, before you go, like tell me more, like you know, you have your boy DM me and say, hey, you know, you have to jump out, bro. Like where's the after party? Shoot us more. <laughs> the after party is right here. Hello, hello. Can you guys hear me? Yep, yep, yeah, yep. the after party is still right here in Potato Heads. Uh, there's just so much to look around. And uh, I'll be honest with you guys, I've been walking around while listening to the spaces and I'm just like, man. <laughs> but no, no, uh, it's happening right here in Potato Heads. Uh, yeah, wonderful, wonderful time. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for having me. Uh, I, love the, I love the energy you guys bring. I love the discussion on everything that's going on right now. I... Uh, 
yeah, I'm just gonna start doing, you know, doing my own research. A lot of yeah, great, yeah, yeah. Lot of great I, conversations I, 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 I here, know, right? Know, like you, you saying great conversation, but there's like a great party happening at the back end. So it's like, man, I can't choose. I can't choose, you know, bro, bro, like work pleasure. NFT Bali is only like a man and you know guys I- I'm not gonna hold you back bro once again thank you for being here on Spaces I can't wait to see all the after party videos bro because like for those who didn't get to go there th- that is the only chance they get to experience it so a lot of pressure on you buddy but you know you go, you- you go have fun you shoot your content and I will appreciate it you know Hello. once it's all done Mr. We'll do our best man, like drop by Mr. Make you feel sure, the party man. What? what you say, Maeve? I was like, Mississippi, man. Like, Potato Beach is, is decent, it's good. But, like, Mississippi, yes. Sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Nato, you know, yeah? your after after party, you should really drop by to Mississippi. Oh, shit. Yep, <laughs> Going yep, yep. international. This is some alpha for you, buddy. Oh, man. All right, all right. Hey, we'll, we'll talk more about that. Uh, we'll talk more about that in DMs. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> for sure, for sure. Love all right. You. Thank you, bro. Love you guys. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. Thank you. Bye-bye. Take care, Bye. man. All right, let, let's circle back to Stanley, man. Like, you know, bro, you, you share tons of stuff. You know, obviously, you are working close with the one-on-one Tezos, with SSS Gallery. So, like, tell me more in terms of, like, when you are, you know, entering, for example, Southeast Asia scene and, you know, doing this kind of, like, huge gallery here in Asia. Like, so far, is NFT Bali the the biggest one that you deal with or is there like more in the Asia scene? Well, you know, um, surprisingly, this is my very first event um, organizing NFT Art Week and um, I came up with this idea when I came back to Bali during the pandemic and, you know, um, I kind of come across a lot of the Web3 scene here, really, really amazing founders, um, you know, investors, um, you know, coders and all that stuff. But, the one thing that's missing here in Bali is the art scene. So this is where, you know, I was like, Ty, you got to bring art to this NFT Bali, man. You know, we got to bring color and emotion into this. Um, so, yeah, that's that's kind of where it comes in, you know. Um, and this this uh, this community event, it's um, it we focus a lot on bringing the bridge, you know, like NFT is like happening all over the world, like in uh uh, U.S., Canada, you know, as um, um, Europe and so forth. But here in Southeast Asia, it's still, you know, not getting as much seen. And the, the local artist is not getting so much seen. So um, Thai is half Indonesian. Um, Ruanth, the other co-founder uh, of this art week, is um, half Indonesian. And I myself, um, you know, was born in Indonesia. And we want to you know, showcase the beautiful art here in, in Indonesia. So, you know, let's 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 party and let's, you know, showcase the beautiful art uh, in, in this beautiful part of the world and create that bridge. I always say that, create that bridge between, you know, the rest of the world and Bali because this place is literally a hub for everything. And just with what you heard with NATO, you know, in Port Head, it's about to get, even bigger so i'm very excited about that man <laughs> are you heading over to there bro i'm tempted man i'm like i was like hearing nato i'm just like oh, man he just like after party in pothead it it cannot 
it cannot yeah, be. Yeah, what, 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 what are you doing? Just no, do it. Get over there after the spaces, bro. You still have time. You you literally just order a tuk-tuk, you get over there and that's it, bro. I I have my own scooter, so I just wish uh, you. Know? Then you have and- <laughs> no choice but to go over there, man. Like, okay, let's let's talk more about art because, uh, I mean, in in terms of like we see, you know, the curation of like the one one on one art scene. You know, we we have obviously a lot of talented, you know, Asia artists. We have like you know, Tezos community itself have like tons of people there, right? So so tell me more, like in terms of like choosing who to feature. Is it like a strict process? that you guys have and then is it all like the artists that you guys select focus in like Southeast Asia or it's like international kind of like selection yeah so um, you know we we want to create a really inclusive scene in the in the exhibition but more so a scene where we focus on art um, I think it's really important for us to to have that happening especially with um, a lot of the shielding spaces and all this stuff that take away the focus from art. So this time we want to focus on art. So actually the curation, we we have six curators who, uh, you know, um, support like emerging artists, underrepresented artists like Leslie Spurlock, Sunny Sangwan, um, Dilek, um, NFTP, Dila Maharani, and Pras, right? And then basically we give them the art. They don't know who's the artist is. They just get like basically a bunch of art and they curate from that. Um, but at the same time, we understand that everyone have a different taste, right? It's art. So that's why we, um, you know, we engage uh, one-on-one, Test Collective, and all the other communities to, you know, curate from their own. But 100%, man. Um, so we created our own category on the submission for local artists, especially because, you know, we're focusing on um, uh, artists, Indonesian artists and wanting to uplift them. So we have a special category from there. And it's one of the reasons why we created, uh, we do one one extra day for Tezos Collective as well as NFT Asia because there are a lot of um, Indonesian artists as well as um, Asia and Southeast Asia artists in in those um, you know in those communities. So so yeah, that's that's kind of how we which we bring everyone together, the Web three style, you know. Yep, yep, and and I love it because you know, uh, you know, today I actually met with uh, Catherine, you know, which is the head of TZ Pack, and you know, she was just sharing with me, you know, tons of you know the Tezos Collective, the art community that is really strong in terms of you know building up the whole ecosystem. So the question to you know one on one, you know, Tez Collective is this: like, you know, how are you guys right now recruiting more people into your ecosystem? Like, you know, getting tons of artists, like it's whether insane or not right now. Right? Like, it is insane how many people are coming across. And I don't think, like, it's just, like, the ETH gas fees and all of that kind of stuff going on. Like, yeah, you know, like, when you're transacting for one cent, like, when you're, you know, like, your your mint and your collect is one cent, obviously that's going to catch a lot of eyes, right? But... Um, but also I think just like the community is really good. Like the community and the communities, like Tez is tight. It's um like pretty um it's pretty funny. It's you know, like we laugh all day. Um, you know, been going through this whole bear market and all that's been happening really is that people have been laughing harder 
and they've been creating better art and they've been making better relationships with everyone. So that's been awesome to see and particular shout-out actually to Kathy, uh, who's here um, for, like, organising this and, and stepping up and Teresa, who's here, um, Monomel, Tezos Indonesia, uh, and also real shout-out to, like, uh, you know, uh, Bjorn, Tezos Philippines, uh, and, and the whole, like, Asia area. Like, there's, there's so much talent, and it's so good to see that, you know, there's, there's nothing to stop these artists except for knowing that they can. Um, like, coming on board and going from being amazing in their local area to being amazing everywhere. So, yeah, we're stoked. Yeah. 100%. Like, when, when we think about Tezos, you know, we, obviously it's, you know, under object. You have, you've seen tons of artists creating, like, amazing art. And I think one thing that is really good in the NFT space is, like, you know, when it's just artist-focused, people have the concept the concept of, you know, just buying it because they love it, right? It, it won't be, like, you know, suddenly, you know, for example, like, a collection that has, you know, different types of threads and stuff like that. And, you know, you, you get a community behind it, you know, when the floor price goes down they'd be like you know oh how come the floor price goes down but you have another new wave of art collective or art collectors that hey they just actively keep on purchasing tezos art and they purchase just because they love the artist they want to support it and just see how far the artist can go so i mean like you guys are doing a killer job in terms of you know recruiting artists and stuff like that so tell me more in terms of like you know the the goals or the, you know even like the kpi that you guys set for this year like is it like going off the roof during the bull market versus the bear market um, you know how are you guys actively getting people say hey you know what Tezos is the right chain to be at of you guys come here right now I, I think I think like for a lot of it like artists like artists follow artists right like artists for artists artists follow artists and so therefore like if they're having a tough time and one of their friends is having a good time like, not only does the friend turn around to them and say, hey, come over here for the party, um, like, they go, hey, man, why is there a smile on your face and there's a frown on mine, right? Um, so, you know, <laughs> that's what's going on. It's like, hang on, what are these guys doing? Like, they're bopping around, they're having a great time, um, you know, they're laughing with each other. They're um, making whatever they want to with each other because, you know, there's there's no um, mint fee that anyone's going to think of and if you've got a problem, someone's just going to give you some tears and, and say, you know, do what you want, have fun. Um, <laughs> so, right? Like, I, I love it how everything, when you try to solve a problem, it's like, hey, man, just give you one task, few tasks, and that's it. Yeah. You put a smile in someone's face. That's it, right? Yeah. You know, and like um, like the Tez Fountain out of Latin America, like Tez community, has been do kind of doing that all along. Um, and, and pretty sure Tez APAC will have had, yeah, Kathy, some of the same kind of stuff going on there. Um, but, you know, Tez, Tezos Foundation, like Tezos as a blockchain, stepped up last week and said, hey, look, if you've been, if you've struggled with East gas over the last year, yeah, have five Tez, you know, have five Tez, anyone. 
just just go for it. And for and now there's like this competition going on that of what can you build as a gallery for five tets? And it sounds like an insane thing to say, right? Like for five tets, five bucks, what can you build as a gallery? But you just know if you've been on the test scene that there are going to be some insanely good galleries built for five tets. And, you know, yeah, sure. Wait, 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 wait. How is that even possible for five USD? Yeah, it's totally, I mean, like, you got to check out Tess, man. <laughs> it's totally possible because there's um, artists will turn around and, like, there's there's been some, you know, just, like, insanely good artists who those works, trust me, they're not going for um, free or for, you know, uh, you know, half a tears or whatever anymore. Um, but I can I can think of one myself, like Thea Cronus. He's a dude from Greece, right? Like he's a professional artist, long term, and he's just like bounced around in the Tez scene and on Super Rare, right? But Theo is a ship poster. And so from time to time he'll put up a ship post and he'll say you know, give me your best answer. And I remember, you know, going back at him about, I don't know, it would have been like a year, a year or two ago. And so he said, yeah, there you go. There's your prize. There's there's one of my uh, limited edition works on Tez. There you go. I just sent it to you. So, um, you know, Theo's pretty good at what he does. Um, and about, I think it was a few months back, like uh, someone else, really good artist herself, she wanted it. So she paid me 100 tests for it. Right? So- I, I love it. Maybe, 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 maybe. Bro, buddy, you, you got to hop in here, man. Like, the, the, the stories <laughs> that she's selling, wait, 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 it's wait. crazy, bro. I one thing to say this. Kat, I know she's an audience, right? I'm like, oh, it's always like Tezos the alpha right now. It's bullish, man. <laughs> You're like, right, Maeve. One test for you. You're right. One test for you. One test. One yeah. test. One test. One test. Yeah. We'll give you five, <laughs> man. We'll give you five. <laughs> <laughs> and it won't like... be me. It'll be the head of the blockchain. Straight from his bullet. I mean, like, I, I know that me and Pew, you know, we started by Eve and all that. Now, obviously, like, we're learning a lot, lot, a lot about, like, cross-chain. Well, not cross-chain, but, like, yeah, yeah. Other, other ecosystems. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Uh, these, few, these few weeks, I guess, like, a good two months right now, Eve, gas, is, like, the massive, it's, like, a fucking, it's, like, a downer. Holy <laughs> fuck. Like, every time, even you send, like, wallet to wallet, it's, like, $8 each transaction. It's, like, ah, you, you feel it. It's, like, ah. Oh, yeah. it's like eight Teslas. It's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that, that's, that's not just like buying a work. Like I say, you're going to see it. It's going to be a whole freaking gallery. Oh, you're going to see it. Like, come on, come on. What are you talking about? Five Tes for one gallery? Five Tes. And by the way, one, you didn't pay one. anything because the head of the blockchain just gave you the five Tes. And so now what's happening is there's the five tears competition going on? FX Hassan objects um, got together, and they said, "Okay, we're going to do prizes." Here you go. There's 500 tears now on offer for the five tears that you got for free. That you go off and you make your gallery with whoever you collected with it. Best gallery gets 500 tears. Can uh, can we get this pin? I mean, like, I feel like I want. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me go find. 
I love the energy that you bring on on the show today. Like, come on, like five tests, we can do it in one. Dude, that, that's it. That's none it. <laughs> of my energy is being consumed by gas. You know, we are we are gas free. We're going all electric. You know, we we feel that man. Oh my god! Like it's already happened. Everything's free now. (laughs) All right, cool, cool. So tell tell me more. Like you know, you have a bunch of you know artists actively creating and you know just doing it on task. Um, how about the buyer side of it? Like, what motivates people to actually buy art on task? Okay, so you think about it, right? Like you are you're one of the world's um, poor starving artists or you're doing like your day job and you've just got to create on the side and you love art but there's no freaking way that you can afford, you know, $1,000 or whatever it is to collect that great work that your, you know, like your, your local art community is doing, right? So artists don't tend to become collectors except guess what? On Tez, where it's kind of free or it's affordable, yes, hell, they do. So, like, a huge amount of our collector base is actually artists who can finally turn around and say, oh, man, I love your work to their fellow artists, except it's no longer the one, like, in their local neighbourhood. It's the one over in, like, um, Ethiopia or um, in Singapore, or in, uh, you know, Colombia. Oh, I love your work. And because of this amazing new world that we're in, like, hey, I love your work and I've seen your work and I've talked to you, by the way, and I can afford it. I can say I love it and I'm getting it. You know, so, so, it, it, so is that why just now you said artists for artists? Because artists create it, artists collect it, and you create that whole ecosystem around tests. So more artists come on board, more artists buy, and then you just escalate up in terms of like the volume and stuff. Yeah, right. There's that. There's the fact that if you're an art lover, right? If you're into art, suddenly not only... Um, is your favorite artist like we've got so many people whose work sell for like you know twenty thousand dollars or whatever for their you know for their work IRL or a thousand dollars for their limited edition print um like their um you know Sotheby's their MoMA their you know the major galleries and stuff in the world um and um, like Ralph Steadman, right? Who um, did a? He was like um, there was a book called Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. There was the movie Johnny Depp, all of that kind of stuff. Anyway, he was the offsider for that guy. He's like going down on history. He turned around um, to the dudes on Rolling Stone and stuff and said, "You um, after a fallout with their CEO," and said, "Look." You know, if you can get a Stedman original, it's stealing because I'm never doing this stuff again. This trad, you know, art world is a ripoff. It's terrible. He's minting on Tez, right? You can get a Stedman um, print on Tez for like one Tez. Now, those things like go in the real world for, um, you know, like a thousand dollars. So, you know, just. Um, the the differentials there, like not just artists for artists, but like if you're into art, you just go, this is insane. 
this is like some sort of global treasure trove going on. And now it's like not only is a global treasure trove going on, like, but when you go into the dragon's den, the dragon hands you a gold coin and says, help yourself. <laughs> and the golden coin is five times. Like Kat sent right. me a link and, you know, it says, you know, guys, if you have spent 100 Ethereum in gas fee for the past six months, you know, claim it, you get five tests, you build a studio, you win it, you get 500 tests, you buy an art one of one, it moon, Lambo, that's it. Right, Maeve? Yeah. Did I got it right? Yes, sir. You got that exactly <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. Let me just let me just find the competition. I'll try and find the object competition and and pin it because that's where your five free tears can go to five hundred tears. There it is. <laughs> All right. Pin it. Put it up top. Yep, yep. You guys heard it. You know, guys. If if you are new, you know, you you haven't explored tests yet. This is your chance to explore. And I love you know doing mega spaces. We get tons of people to come here to input you know their their ideas and what they are working on. I mean, this is amazing. So Stanley, you know, after hearing her talking about tests, bro, are you shopping or actively buying art on tests? Bro, you know, um, so Leo there in the X collab um, actually pulled me into this. And, um, you know, a lot of the curators are also very active in um, in um, in Taz, as well as a good friend of mine, Tiba, from the player community. And I'm so fomoing out on Taz. I'm like, okay, I got to I gotta mint something on Taz so that I, I can be part of this awesome community. And um, you know what? What one on one say there um, about the community? It's true, man. Like you know, like it's it's just something different about about Tess community. It feels like you are a family. It feels like you are, you know, you just like I don't know, just like you know, sing along, hug around, and party and dance at the same time. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, like, it, it's good to, to hear, like, you know, we, we have, like, for example, project founders launching tons of NFT collection, right? And then beginning of the year, I see, hey, man, I mean, this is the time where Web3 really stands out because you have artists that's actively doing, for example, one-on-one art, doing open edition. They mint on, like, you know, manifold. They get people to buy it and people really support it. And then you see that, hey, this is the whole beauty of Web3, whereby, you know, you get people to actually, you know, support them, artists itself, get paid while selling their art. And now you have a whole, you know, chain or ecosystem that says, hey, you know what? This is what we are advocating for. Come on here, build with us. And because of that, we will reward you, create a whole community around it. I, I think like, you know, each chain, you know, we have the ETH, we have Polygon, we have uh, Tezos. I, I believe like, you know, each chain have their own kind of like, angle that they want to go to and the angle of supporting artists it's it's amazing because end of the day like you know and every nft is actually an art first right without an art you know you, you can't have a nice looking nft that people would buy and i mean th- this has been an interesting conversation Maeve, anything to add on before we go back to, you know, music NFT and probably end the show because I'm feeling, you know, Stanley, while he was muting just now, he's actually, you know, getting ready, changing his shoe, you know, shaving his beard, whatever that he's doing to go to Ponyto Head. So, Maeve, any last questions for Stanley before we head to Pozo Party? Well, not too much, man. Like, I... The only thing I could think of was, like, Asia activation and just, like, community building in... Asia 
well, Malaysia specifically, please come down, have events with us. Yeah, yeah, Stanley. So after NFT Bali, where are you going to? Um, well, I'm I'm gonna be here for a while, but we're already talking with um, a gallery in um, in China to um, create a a mirror a mirror sort of exhibition. So, um, you know, we we say that we wanna be able to highlight this um actually this is a little bit of alpha guys so um for you guys i haven't tell anyone about this we're still in talk about this but it's it's being talked right now um and we're hoping that it's gonna come to um, fruition but yeah like you know i think this is the power of a community um you know that word of community get thrown a lot in in the web tree but um you know when you find a true community you know that it's it's going to be there it's going to be there when you need it it's going to be there to chill hang out just like this space you know you guys are vibing and it's just like good times and it's not always about sales it's not always about the floor price but dude like live a little bit right and it's that's what nft bali is all about like creating connection you know like just be there chill hang out with each other have um, hangover coffee and you know hangover beers and straight away to the next uh, party right um, have a wellness stuff so yeah man I think this is gonna be um, you know um, that creating that community um, or being able to find that community I think that's such an important factor in this web tree and um, so um, I'm gonna be chilling here honestly um, in June I'm gonna have a little bit of recovery mode i need to have my um time alone in the mountain taking photo of milky ways and all that stuff <laughs> but uh yeah from there we'll 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 go around the world again and see where um where everyone hang out awesome awesome stuff man all right let, let's move on to poser party i saw you posted today's trend you know the art the artist uh tell me more about it bro yeah, our artist is amazing. He's called John F. Malta. He's uh, he has his own really signature style. We're really happy to be to be working with him. He's part of the core team. He's worked with all these amazing brands like um, uh, Facebook, Netflix. Um, he's also done like Liquid Death and all these like Wall Street Journal, New York Times. So we were so happy to find him uh, before like really starting our project. And we're so blessed to have his, uh, his art in, uh, in, in our project. And um, yeah, we're really happy to be working with him. He's amazing. But also I wanted to thank you guys because I really had a lot of fun in the spaces. Your energy is incredible. Your questions are really great. Thank you so much for inviting us, inviting me talk about the project and um, yeah i wanted to extend uh, my gratitude towards you guys <laughs> yeah bro i i feel you had too much of a fun time because initially you texted me and say hey you know i can do 30 to 45 minutes bro you are here for one and a half hour bro like why are you talking <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna say that but uh, like my family already went to the beach and i stayed in the apartment just to stay in the in the spaces they all went to the beach i'll catch up with them later but uh yeah that's uh, Dude, I had a lot show, of fun man. this is Our amazing show has been amazing yeah 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 he's like bitch what no twitter spaces yes that's it <laughs> all right so so I, i'm not gonna you know drag too long but i want to know this like you no know, for a collection right like you know obviously when we talk about you know azuki we talk about bot ape this is always like one 
phase or one feature and then the whole project and then based on like for example uh, different types of thread it becomes like you know higher rarity and stuff like that but you guys actually launched a collection with three different characters right so how do people value like you know which character has the higher floor price and like right now um, you know what is the character do you have like that distinctiveness in terms of like hey you know if it's steroid Roin that you know we have tons of like gym head people and the floor price is higher compared to like you know Ron and stuff like that do, do you have something like that yeah really good question again um, I, I'm noticing that a lot of people like George the most um, so there are many people who are sniping Georges and sniping cool George traits um, Ron is I think a bit like the, 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 the last one people are not really liking him so much at bro this bro point, I'm, so. I'm Ron like that's it you know steroid gym like you know call me daddy like I'm all about Sweet. it bro Sweet. Yeah, I was expecting also more people to like Ron. Maybe we need some more music or maybe we need his DJ mask as well so he can crush like DJ stages. Um, but yeah, we, we really wanted not wanted to do like a, a rarity thing. There's of course always like the, the, the rarity based on the data. And I think a lot of people were looking at that in the beginning. But now people are looking more like, okay, which traits do I like? And yeah, we have like these, we have like so many traits for a really small collection. So um, yeah, I think people will naturally like gravitate more towards uh, what they like in the in the long run. And currently uh, looking a bit more to which is the best rarity. Yep. I also feel like right now it's kind of like too early to judge which kind of IP will be stronger. It's all based on like, hey, you know, a certain group of people vibe more with, for example, George Music, right? And because of that, hey, they, they feel like the artist has higher potential. They go and scoop some of like George NFT and because of that, the price goes up. So I'm really interesting, interested to see like the next few songs that you guys are going to release. Uh, man, like, is it all going to be just singles or you guys are like have a secret weapon end of the year an album maybe currently it's mostly singles like in the dance uh, scene it's usually singles sometimes an ep with like two or three tracks we're working with some artists right now we're also working with some DAOs. i uh, won't name any names yet uh, but we're working on music just like really featureings uh, mostly like people from the from the nft space as well but we're also going to work with like actual dance artists on some music, so we'll be we'll have some big feature releases, and I think that will drive a lot of extra attention to uh, to the project and the artists, of course. And in the next stage, we'll also have like more like have the Jimmy's battle versus the Rons versus the Georges, and see who I don't know can get the first million streams the fastest, or like crazy shit like that. All right, cool, man, cool. Okay. You know what? Let's close the space. Man, like today, I have a blast with you guys. You know, it's all about partying. It's all about music. It's all about art. Um, it's a good Yo, time to be in the, the NFT thing space. Go ahead. There, man. I feel like the only bro, thing bro, is bro. not there. <laughs> The, the only thing that I feel that is fruitful today is like the ramen that we have with Kat. Like, that's it. You know, that one slap of meat that we all order and we couldn't finish it. Like, that ramen, bro, like, it was the best shit. Compared that's to the body, like, I guess, like, <laughs> you know, we're just going to sound salty, man. Like, sure. That, that, was, that was more uh, than enough, man. I guess, like, oh, you uh, didn't have that ramen, but, like, you know, what is that? <laughs> Whatever, man. <laughs> All right, guys. You know what, Poser? I'm going to close the show with one of your songs, and it's my favorite song. So, guys, you know, we run this show 
every week on Thursday, we have hot box whereby we featured, you know, what's the upcoming projects and then you guys minted the latest update. So next week, you know, on Thursday, we have AVEX Gaming. We're going to talk about everything that's happening in AVEX. You know, on Monday, we actually have a show on Tuesday, on Wednesday, on Thursday. So next week is going to be full stack from Monday to Thursday. All you have to do is follow every speaker here. Follow me. Maeve, did you just mute me, bro? Yeah, I, I clicked the wrong button. I talk too much? Okay, yeah, okay. You know what? I'm, I'm just going to close the show. Guys, thank you once again for being here. Appreciate every one of you guys here who are listening to us, you know, rap about, you know, what's happening in NFT Bali, even though we are not there. But hey, man, you guys are doing a fantastic job and I can't wait to meet you guys one day in real life. All right. This is the song of today. Signing out, Puke Rainbow. Bye, everyone.